Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. Chasing the Present is a 2020 documentary, and I love documentaries, by the way. Those who listen to the podcast know that I am a huge fan of documentaries. This one is about uh, self-discovery and finding out what works and what doesn't work and, and what works and fun stuff like that. Uh, joining me today is our um, the one. That's always a, a pet peeve. Always, you know what? I'm stumbling my words right now, but I'm going to keep going. Keep going. That's, keep I'm going. Gonna, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say this is kind of trivial on my part, but I was going to say filmmakers is because the whole singular and plural. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds incredibly trivial, but I want to be as accurate and concise for my listeners. So grammatically correct would be the filmmakers are, uh, and I know there's more than two involved anytime there's a movie, there's something more than two people. But in this case, <laughs> joining me today are uh, Mark Waters and James Sebastiano. Uh, Mark and James, thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. No, no, thanks for having us on. Um, now, this podcast is... Uh, Initially, the, the, the wording on the description was a commentary track, and the people have pointed out that, you know, Brian, this isn't really a commentary track. So it's not a commentary track, but more of a discussion about the themes being raised, you know, specifically mental health themes and topics. And in this case, the, the, the mental health themes and topics in this film, Chasing the, the, the Present. Um, I did want to mention a couple of resources up front. I know many people listening might be going through a hard time today. Uh, there are a couple of crisis text lines available. In the US, there is a crisis text line you can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741741. If you're in the UK, you can text SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T, to 85258. And depending upon where you are in the world, there may be some others. Uh, so check your local listings, as they say. Uh, Mark and James, thank you for being here today. I, I appreciate it. Thanks so much yeah, for having us on, Brian. Um, now this um, story, it's about basically, it is very much a film about mental health. Um, there, there, there's no denying that. Um, one of the things that really jumped out at me when I was watching this film is it immediately, many people watching this, and, and, and there's a, a scene in the movie that I, that I could um, mention pertaining to this, but the th one of the things that really jumps out at me, and it, it'll likely jump out to many people who have seen it, is definite eat, pray, love vibes, but from a male perspective. And I don't know if anyone has mentioned that to you, but that really jumped out at me when, when I was watching this. Um, so much so that in some weird, surreal way, there was actually a scene in the movie where uh, James, where your 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 dad is talking with you, and his attitude is basically, "Oh, you 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 went all around the world just to find," you know, his kind of just, you know, "Oh, color me impressed" sort of attitude, <laughs> which which I mentioned because it more or less anticipates any sense of objection or criticism, such as what I had mentioned about like the whole eat, pray, love vibe. 
to the film. So I, I, I got a big kick out of that, out of that scene. Because you don't see that too often where you're sort of thinking something about a movie you're starting to watch and then a, a scene pops up <laughs> that addresses that head on. Uh, so I really, I really, um, I just wanted to, to mention that. Yeah, I guess it's, um, um, I, I don't think we've, um, I don't think the films, I, I haven't yet heard any uh, reviews yet that it's, um, it's like um, Eat, Pray, Love, but I guess there is definitely some you know, going on the spiritual journey type thing that um, definitely has uh, has some similarities, and um, yeah, I think that that first scene is a, is a good hard hitter for anyone that has gone on a journey like this and come back to try and explain it to their parents. You know, it's um, it's a it's a difficult conversation to have. You know, when you try and do something slightly different with your life, which doesn't fit into your family's um, opinions on what you're supposed to do and 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 how you're supposed to be. Correct. Now, and, and just to to clarify, because I may have gotten ahead of myself for those who might be listening and, and saying, "Okay, what's what's Brian talking about? What what are we?" Um, the, the 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 summary or or synopsis or whatever the the, the word would be of, of the film is um, is James, you go o- overseas to India and work through all of what you're working through to get peace of mind, and then when when you return home. You you work through more of that more is that would that would that be correct to to say yeah I mean basically I was struggling with anxiety from since as far as I can remember probably since I was fifteen years old or so and uh, Mark and I just decided to explore um, root causes of different mental health issues and in order to do that we went to different indigenous cultures and different countries around the world to try to understand how we could actually get to the cause of these things. And we went to India, we went to Nepal, we went to Peru, we traveled all throughout Europe and Iceland, and we went to across the United States, like we drove literally across the whole country. And Indonesia, we went to many places and and really tried to find these answers, you know, and that the part of the scene with my father, so many people do go to India and they do yoga, or they go to a different country and they just stay there and they feel great and they're just happy and living their lives and kind of disconnected from some sort of reality in a sense, you know, uh, and I don't mean that in a negative way, but we wanted to, to show that, um, you know, what it feels like to come home and to explain these things that we're doing to our family and to our loved ones, people from different generations, people that have different upbringings and different cultures to see if, if, if it's possible to, to, to pass on what we've, what we've learned, so to speak, and to be able to share that and to be able to be heard when we do share it. So instead of just having a film where it's, you know, a guy cruising around the world, having a good time, doing yoga, feeling great, we thought it would be um, amazing to show that the reality of, okay, well, what happens when you come home? What's it like when you try to share these experiences with other people? How is it received? How do you feel when you're living in New York City now? Are you able to keep those things, you know, are you able to find that same sense of peace and bring it into your daily life? when you're not traveling, when you're not away, when you're not disconnected from that. So that's why that part of the film, you know, with me and my father speaking in the cafe is such an important piece, you know, because it kind of grounds the film in a sense and brings in this, 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 this extra dimension of, of reality. Definitely. Cause one of the things that really is, um, that jumped out at me in the film is, you know, and it's somewhat of a, of a cliche as far as, you know, just the, the nature of the human condition being what it is, getting to, getting to a certain point where 
you say, oh, is this is this all there is? What what you know, meaning of life? You know, whether it's forty two or whether it's <laughs> you know whatever it would be. And when you're living with something, whether it's anxiety disorder, you know, panic disorder, you know, bipolar, it's you know, fill in the blank. It almost lends itself to wanting a greater sense of urgency, as it were, wanting to know, okay, well, well, not just is this all there is, but why is this going on in addition to, and that was something that really came through because getting to, to the root of the anxiety, getting to the root of, 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 the, of the panic, that is a whole nother level than simply gee, is this all there is? What, you know, you know what I mean? It's because it, that, that, that was something that I, I really saw very clearly in the film. Just that, that, that extra level of journeying. Yeah, I think as well, they're, they're, they're one, I think also one of the same, I think you get to that point because you have those feelings, you know, you have these feelings of disconnection and have these feelings of anxiety. Like is, is you know, I think it's, I think it is those feelings that really sparks the question like, is this what this is, you know, just this life full of sort of like repetition and anxiety and concern and worry. And is there anything more, you know, because, uh, so I think they do come, I think they are one, one, um, one of the same, the same things. And, and I think the anxiety and the mental health questions really is what sparks, uh, you know, the, the journey for lack of better expression to really sort to sort of look into, um, is there more? And I don't not, I guess not, not too many people really do, take a look, you know, we have these questions, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of us don't really have the opportunity or, or the will to, to, to discover if there is anything, anything else going on. Um, and a lot of that, I guess, is also, is also privilege, privilege driven as well. You know, not, not, not many of us are privileged enough to even have the opportunity to try and see if there is anything else outside of, you know, the day to day, because we all need to survive. We all need to pay our rent. We, we need to live in this, this, the society that's been created. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think they're definitely one and one in the same thing. Well, one of the, one of the scenes that really struck out at me is the, and, and this is being recorded for those who are listening, this is being recorded early November. Uh, we'll like, you'll likely be hearing this, I would imagine in December, probably not in January, but, but likely in December, uh, which I mentioned because there is a scene wh where, where they touch upon consumerism uh, on, on the point that you had just mentioned. And it was a scene, I, I wanna say Times Square, might've have, might have been Times Square in New York, which just, just bustling with, with people and the whole buy this, buy this, and you know, the, the, you know be a good consumer sort of thing. And, whether it's because of COVID or whether it's, you know, the changes going on in our world, whether it's the changing of the guard in the U.S. or, you know, any, you know fill in the blank as far as what, what changes, that's that scene right there. It almost it almost, it almost felt like like the hairs on my on my arm were standing on end because it was just just an eerie feeling of we're in that moment right now where a lot of the consumerism and a lot of the relation of, of us to society, to the world, we're in that moment right now. So it was kind of a little surreal to see that scene. And obviously when you were making the film, obviously you had no way to you know, predict what would be going on um, you know, towards the end of the year, beginning of the new year. But that scene in particular really 
um, speaks to where we are, not just as a nation, but 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 a, a, in our world. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think um, consumerism like ended. You know, obviously it has to do with COVID. There's not people going to stores and much. But if you look at Amazon, their sales are through the roof. They've had the <laughs> biggest quarters of all time. So people just shifted from buying stuff in person to buying stuff on the internet. I don't think yeah. that changed, but I think the point of that is, 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 is deeper. And I think the point of it is really just like, you know, in my own life, trying to find happiness from buying stuff, trying to find happiness in the material world, you know, by houses, cars, clothes, shoes, girls, whatever it is, just trying yeah. to be happy from the outside, as opposed to like really looking in and trying to get in touch with the happiness that already exists inside of myself and figuring out how to t turn that into an expression of my life. Yeah. So I think the, the key points in that is that we're just bombarded also with this information, which is keeping us from the opportunity of being present. Mm -hmm. You know, when we're distracted, we're walking around Times Square and we're seeing, you know, I don't know how many 10,000 ads, 5,000 ads, whatever it is that are going at the same time in that little square. It's really hard to stay focused and to stay grounded in the present moment. You know, it's really easy to get distracted. And it's a metaphor for life, really, you know, in Times Square, yeah. seeing it like that, because it's not only in Times Square where we're distracted. You know, it's every opportunity this kind of world gets to distract us, whether it be through elections or through the media, or through the news or through the virus or whatever it is, yeah. we're constantly being stimulated. You know, our fight and flight mechanism is constantly being activated and we're on edge. Yeah. And we feel anxious because we just, there's so much information. There's so much stuff attacking us 24 hours a day yeah. that it's, it's really hard to stay present. Yeah. Well, one, and it's funny, funny you mentioned that because one of the, 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 that sentiment matches the movie like to a T. And what I mean by that is there are the scene, the, the, there are interview scenes and, and non-interview scenes for that matter, but, but typically many of the interview segments have a very minimalist uh, vibe to them because most interview segments in many and well not yeah you know, most uh, interview segments you'll see someone at their desk and you'll see you know maybe pictures in the background or posters in the background most of if not all of the interviews that i saw it's a it's in a very minimalist sort of imaging because I think even even the the poster for the film it has you in headphones just against the wall you know that's one example uh many of the interview segments it's like in a large room and the camera filming it shows you and the interview subject I know there was different authors and, and, and whatnot you don't see them at their desk with a you know cluttered of you know pictures and posters behind them so I think that was uh, kind of need to see as well that there's no um clutter for lack of a better word that detracts from the message of the film mm -hmm. yeah um it's it's cool that you that you recognize that um because that was definitely there was intention behind that um you know how so trying to keep you know when the frame needed to feel a sense of zenness or whatever you want you know a minimal perspective um it was it was there and that's just how i like to shoot anyway you know i, I like to kind of have that more, that approach to to the way I, I i frame things up but um but yeah it's cool cool observation um so thanks for thanks for noticing <laughs> yeah it's something that um yeah 
Um, now, the um, one thing I did want to mention, because I want to be mindful of those who might take objection to mentioning of mindfulness, et, et cetera, et cetera, is that's something that um, many people do find it helpful. That's, I mean, that's the long and short of it. Many people do find it helpful. What? particularly mindfulness yeah yeah that's something that i mean that, that that's still being talked about it's still being uh recommended and so the the notion of mindfulness and yoga and meditation being problematic as it relates to working through anxiety and, and depression and whatnot i don't really get that those objections you know what I yeah, mean? I don't it's, get those objections either. I don't think, um, for me, I don't. Obviously, we just made a whole film about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we don't have, we don't object to that in any way whatsoever. It's super helpful. I mean, any, it, but it's not limited to that either. It's not like you can only find presence through mindfulness or through meditation or through, um, you know, yoga. You can find it by spending time in nature. You know, which is definitely. which is one of the biggest threads I think that. I mean, Mark, Mark's been doing this his whole life, basically, you know, and, and, and finding that presence and, and stuff through nature. But for me, and I've loved, always loved to be in nature as well, but I didn't see it from that perspective. You know, I didn't really fully understand it until we started making this film, until we went on this journey. But I think that was actually the most common thread from all the different cultures and all the different religions and everybody that we spoke to was just the importance of spending time in nature, the importance yeah. of silence, you know, being able to just be somewhere not being bombarded by text messages and billboards and you know all the different things that we get bombarded by but really being able to find peace in nature is such an important thing and um for me mindfulness yoga meditation they're all tools and there's so many different tools they're all tools that can help us become present they're all tools that are kind of doorways into the present moment and if people resonate with doing yoga and that works for them, great. If people are do, have a mindfulness practice and that works for them, great. If, if someone's a surfer and every time they get in the ocean, they surf and they feel this connection to God and they feel this connection to everything and to the ocean, to the, to the whole world, and, and then they feel present doing that, that's great too. So I, I don't think, for me, it doesn't make sense to, to, to cross anything off the list that allows us a, a doorway or, 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 or the ability to access the present moment. They're all yeah. valid. It's yeah, fi finding, finding what works for you as well, because there's, I think there's a lot of stigma that, that, that hangs around with meditation and, and yoga. It's this, there's religious and cultural stigmas that are attached to it that people don't connect with, people don't relate to. Um, but it's actually it, to look beyond the stigma and the cultural um, sort of um, thing that's attached to a lot of these things. The actual practice is, uh, it, it's, it's almost difficult to have an objection against it, you know, and especially when you think of what mindfulness is. You're just looking at the contents of your mind or sitting quietly, you know, bringing your attention to a single object as opposed to, you know, the hundreds that are in front of us just to kind of still your mind down. So it's not, I mean, the, the, a lot of those practices originated in, in, you know, places like India and Nepal where there is cultural um, conditions there, but the actual practice is, is free from, from, from that sort of stuff. So, um, so I think that's where that's 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 where the trap for many people is. They think that you have to kind of be, you know, Hindu or a Buddhist or something to take part in these practices. But you can have a full meditation practice without the association with any um, religious, um, you know, identity. 
Yeah, because the 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 whole point of of uh, chasing the present it's a very universal message, a very relevant message, but also very universal that. Um, you know, and there's no requirement that anyone, you know, has to, uh, it's just something that, that is available. So like you said, it's, it's sort of like, there's a stigma about mental health issues, but at the other hand, there's a, a stigma about, oh, but this is what you could, what you could treat it with. So it's almost like, you know, ending the stigma, it's almost like trading one stigma for another, which makes well, it's no- like. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know, I just had this kind of vision in my head. It's kind of, imagine like a very long hallway full of doors, mm-hmm. you know, and all the doors may be different colors, different shapes, different sizes, but behind every door is the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and none of those doors are more valid or less valid than the other, because they all lead to the same place. Definitely. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, now it looks like we are right on schedule, um, which I, I, I mentioned because uh, we're recording this on a program that is prompting me to <laughs> to wrap up, which which I don't like to do um, because I know that there there's more to um, talk about. So um, I, if we do need to wrap up, it looks like we we. we do need to <laughs> wrap up. Um, I um, so I'm not. I, I was not expecting this. <laughs> really, really not. So there's going to be some some mindfulness practice in real time. <laughs> it looks like because I was I seriously was not expecting this, and at the worst possible time too. When I've got two good guests on talking about a very good topic <laughs> that needs to be discussing. So no problem at all. So yeah, I'm gonna can... I'm gonna you know we're gonna work work through this if it's, if it if it prompts for a certain time limit we're gonna get to the down to the minute down to the second, and that's that's the way I roll. <laughs> Um, so I, so as we're winding down, I did want to mention a few resources. Um, I know that there's mental health America, mhanational.org. There's also a national alliance on mental illness, nami.org. Some people have mentioned madinamerica.com. Um, now another, um, resource obviously to what we're talking about today is the Chasing the Present website, correct? Uh, ChasingThePresent.com, where they can watch the the film and get update on any information about about the film. Yeah, and there's also the uh, Instagram account, which is very active. Um, you know, there's Post Daily, which gives little, you know, just little reminders of of uh, you know little, little little reminders of how to kind of cope with the the you know, the madness of life that sometimes presents in front of us, um, which has been, uh, which has been a good resource for, for many of the people that have reached out to us. So that's also a good one, which is, what is it, James? Is it Chasing the Present Film or Chasing the Present? Chasing the Present Film on Instagram. Yeah. And it's also available on iTunes and Vimeo and Google Play and Voodoo and all different kinds of platforms and, and all that kind of stuff. But I think I, I'd like to say one more thing, just um, in the event that someone who's listening to this podcast is suffering in their own life, you know, or, or they're experiencing anxiety or, or a mental health issue. You know, I think for me making this film and exploring this, one of the biggest things that helped me was the ability to speak about it. You know, whether it be speaking about it with a therapist or whether it be speaking about it with my father or, or what, just, just bringing light to it, you know, 
and having the opportunity, the really privileged opportunity to be able to speak the, to the amazing people that I were able to speak to was great. But just having a friend or a therapist or anybody around that, that you can openly talk to and they will listen to you is so important, so helpful. Definitely. And, and thank you so much for making this film. It is, I, I, I loved it. It was a very, very relevant, very topical. And I you know many people will find it beneficial as, as well. Right. Thanks cool. so much for having us on, Brian. We really appreciate yeah. it. So um, thank you both for being here today. Thank you, for, uh, those of you at home or at work or driving home from work or wherever you may be. Um, stay safe, everyone. Um, thank you for listening and um, talk with you next time. Uh, bye. Thanks so much, Brian. Thank you. Bye, buddy.